Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. All right. Proverbs 23 verse 18. For surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut short. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. We want to do Covenant Expectations Part 4. And the major question is, what should you expect after you have fulfilled a major covenant? What should you expect from the Lord? What should you also expect from life? What should you expect as um, happenings around you after you have fulfilled a major covenant with the Lord, major covenant practice. Of course, we have said that there is a level of blessings that do not respond to the fact that you are a believer alone. That being a believer alone is not the reason why some things will come to you. I believe that there is a lot of blessings we receive for being children of God. But when you come into the kingdom itself, you will find out that whenever the master appears, some receive two, some receive five, some receive ten, according to not just the measure of grace, but also according to your practices. According to what? Praise the Lord. I'm not hearing you at all. According to your what? Practices. So you see that the person who was given the talent, one talent, he went to hide it. The one who was given two talent, he went to work with it. And he had two more. The one who was given five, he had five more. And then so they added. And then when the master came, he gave some um, territories to man and all of that. So this was not just based on the initial capital, but what they did with the capital that they were given. So, the point here is to get you to know that every child of God has been given something. And every child of God has an opportunity. That opportunity is equal to all based on the grace God has given you. And you find out that the person who was given two talent. Assuming that is grace that was given to that person, that grace was able to multiply the talent, I mean, 100%. Are you following now? Hello? So I'm assuming that that person who was given two couldn't multiply um, the talent beyond the two that he, he multiplied it to because possibly that was the, the potential, all the potential that, was, that were in the... That was in the two talent that um, he actually um, multiplied. But he could have also missed the multiplication of the talent due to laziness, like the laziness of the other guy who also received the talent. And the master came and said, you are wicked. So you find out that whether you are lazy or you are industrious, you'll be given something. And what you do with what you are given determines the outcomes of your life, the fruits of your life. So that's the point I'm making. All of us as children of God, we have God, we have the Holy Spirit, we have the anointing, we have the wisdom of God, we have everything. But not all of us will be practicing um, the right things that could bring us increase. And so your practice as a child of God 
is very important as far as your results are concerned. Somebody say practice produces results. I can't hear you at all. Say practices produce results. So you see that all of us pray. We pray in tongues, but our results are different. Because praying in tongues is not the reason why you have every level of result. There are other things to do. Tell somebody there are other things to do. And those other things, if you fall short in doing them, it will affect the quality of result and even to understand the quantity of result that come to you. And so we want to look at when you have done something like honoring the Lord with your first fruit and you pay tithe and you pray and you have faith and you are moving, what are the things you should expect? We read a scripture and the scripture was very clear in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18. It says that, for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. So surely there is an end. This thing we are talking about, there is no uncertainty about the end of the matter. That the end is a certainty. It's, a, it's something that is inevitable. It's not ambiguous. It's, it's not something that we are, we, we are in a dilemma about. The end is something that's going to come. Surely there is an end. Then he says, another thing too, that you cannot be confused about is that thine expectation shall not be cut off. So you see that when you start a day, the day must come to an end, two of us. So when you start the day, you see that the end of the day must come. We call it evening. He says that that one is not in doubt. And another thing that will also not be be in doubt or cannot be stopped has to do with your personal expectations. Somebody say personal expectations. So he says that dying, dying there is, modern day word is your. Your expectation shall not be cut off. So when a child of God has an expectation to a large extent, it's even stronger than demonic activities. Especially when you have fulfilled your part of the covenant. If you are here, say, I'm here. So there are things you should know. That your expectation is stronger than your adversary. Oh, yes. Your expectation is stronger than the demonic attack. Your expectation for fruitfulness is stronger than the deployment of the machinery of hell to ground you is our amount of faith. And please, when your faith says you are going to prosper and you are in line with the will of God, I'm telling you, let all hell break loose. It says that if you take the shield of faith by this, you'll be able to withstand all the wiles of the enemy. So really, what actually makes satanic operations around children of God, one of the things that makes satanic operations around children of God succeed is negative expectation or no expectation. Job said what I feared, what the negative thing I expected is what has come to me. So you can have a negative expectation and that can make satanic operation thrive around you. Then when you have no expectation for evil to come to an end, evil can also thrive around you. Hey, As you see me like this, every day my expectation is that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That expectation is active in the spirit. What is it? It's active in the spirit. So any weapon that rises up, that expectation, by the help of God, is able to deal with it. Ask somebody, do you have expectation? As a child of God. There are people who don't have expectation. Oh, as for me, I've not done any evil to anybody, so nothing will happen. You just lack expectation. The spirit realm doesn't play like that. You must have expectation against evil. That's why when he was teaching them the model prayer, he says that, that you, you will be delivered. You'll be what? From evil. You'll be delivered. You must have expectation 
of deliverance from evil. <laughs> so when that expectation is there, it's a fight in the spirit. And it fights evil against you, evil against your fruitfulness, your ministry, your home, evil, whatever it is, you need to have an expectation that your children will go and come back. That your church will not dry up. Your church will keep growing. Shout a better amen here. Yeah. Expectation is the mother of manifestation. So some believers don't have expectation at all. Let me show you a scripture. Even devil has an expectation. Oh yes. And you see, righteous expectations end all calamities. That's what the scripture was saying. Surely there is an end. And what will bring that end is that you have an expectation. So when a righteous man has an expectation, it brings to an end all calamities. Surely there will be an end. And the end will come because you have an expectation. There are some things hanging around you that by virtue of covenant, they are not permitted to hang around you. But they are hanging around you because your expectation has not driven them away. I'm feeling it. That's it. There are some people who will be hanging around you because your expectation has accommodated them. But when you are not expecting them to hang around, there is a way your expectation for them not to hang around will severe the ties. Two of us. So as a child of God, you see, this is how we play the spiritual game. You must have an expectation. When you honor God with your tithe, there must be an expectation that the devourer will not enter my house. The devil must know that you know your rights and you have your eyes on your privileges. Don't take your eyes off. When you take your eyes off your rights and privileges, abuse is the order of the day. That it is at that point that princes will be walking barefooted and slaves will be riding horses. Because a prince must have an expectation that my place is the back of the horse, not Legidis. Hey. When you lack expectation, you lack everything. Yeah. So I'm expecting this year that we will boom in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Expectation is powerful. Look at devils. They even have expectation as well. Some, some, uh, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 28. Proverbs 10 28. Watch it very carefully. Very powerful. Demons have expectation. Yes. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. But the expectation of the wicked shall what? Perish. See, another word for expectation is hope. The hope of the righteous shall be what? Gladness. A righteous man must have hope that will produce gladness. It is that expectation for whatever you are believing God for. When it comes to pass, then it produces gladness. So gladness is not just a function of chance. For you to be glad, you must be intentional with your faith. Intentional with your expectations. Your hope must be customized. Kai, balata haya. Bible says, set your hope or your sight on things that are above. That you should be dreaming and aiming high. You must have expectation. Don't come to God praying with an empty hand. You need to come to God with something. Something. Zaniki parasa. You know, so he's saying that even wicked people, watch the scripture very carefully, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. So, wicked people have expectation. Uh, you see, when you are in a space with a wicked person, and the wicked person has expectation and you don't have expectation, because the spirit realm does not allow inactivity and vacuum, 
the one whose expectation is active will happen. That's why when you sit in a... Paul said, because I'm in this ship, there shall be no loss of life. He, he knew what he was about and he knew what his expectations were. Because I am here, it doesn't matter the storm or even if we will reach on broken pieces, we will reach on broken pieces. But there shall be no loss of life. That was his expectation and nobody died. But you are there, you don't have expectation for arrival. That's why a witch is dying with you on board. Because an evil person also has an expectation. Yeah, the people who have shops in the market by your side, who are your neighbors, they come there with an expectation. And if they are selling the same thing as you are selling, they come and they, they believe that their expectation should be superior to yours. Now, they shut your shop in the spirit and open theirs. And you must also have an expectation that evil will not prevail around me. So don't just be a novice Christian and say, oh, you know, God knows everything. I'm just telling you that if the wicked person is sense, more sensible spiritually than you, they are going to have their result. So as we are here in this community, there are many forces here. And the forces, they have an expectation that collapses churches. Me too, I'm here that every shrine here will collapse. That's my expectation. This road, they used to mark this road by using some landmarks of certain um, shrines and some covens. But as we came here by the grace of God, now this whole lane is the major landmark here is a keeper's house. Your expectation must swallow evil expectation. That is why you need one in the first place. If you lack one, enemy is running amok. He's just he's in charge. When you lack expectation, the enemy is in charge. Is in charge. It's very important that you and I come to that place where we understand how this thing works. Somebody say faith. faith. I can't hear you at all. Say faith. faith. This year we, we have given our first fruit, some of many of us. And what should you expect after you have given your first fruit? What should you expect? On Sunday, among the things we taught was the fact that in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9, you should expect prosperity. 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of your increase. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Then shall thy bands be filled with plenty. So we know that when we have honored the Lord with first fruit, one of the things to expect is prosperity. Plentiness. Say plentiness. Yes. Number two, new things. New. Thine presses shall burst with new wine. New opportunities. New doors. Is it clear? We shall best out with new things. Not old things. New. So, when I honor the Lord with my first fruit, I'm expecting many things. And among the many things I'm expecting is prosperity, new opportunities, new territories, new grounds, open doors. And what you don't expect is difficult to receive. That's why in our month of faith, I'm just telling you that, look, this thing we are doing, it works. And for it to work, you must expect something. <laughs> some, people would, some people will go and plant a seed and expect nothing. That's how animals go, dig them out, eat, and then there's no harvest. Even though there was nothing wrong with the seed. 
But people who expect a harvest, when they plant, they ensure that they drive away um, strange animals that come around it. Why? Because they expect some harvest. So your expectation determines your harvest. We will all pay tight. We will all honor the Lord with our first. And you will see that if, if God doesn't help us with revelation, people will come and say, Pastor, I've not seen anything. When others are overseeing things. Overseeing. One of the things you should expect when you pay the first fruit is Exodus chapter 34, verse 18 to 26. It said, The feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep seven days. Thou shalt eat unleavened bread as I commanded thee. In the time of the month Abib, Abib is normally April, for in the month Abib thou camest not from Egypt. Praise the Lord. All that openeth the mattress is mine. So God says the first fruit is mine. And every firstling among thy cattle, whether ox or sheep, that is what? Male. Now, underline if the Bible is your that is male. That is male. He said, But the firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem. And none shall appear before me, what? Empty. Let's read up to 26. 21 says, Six days shall thou, thou shalt work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest in earing time, and in harvest thou shalt rest. Beautiful. And thou shalt observe the feast of weeks, and of, of the first fruit of wheat harvest, and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. So these are the three feasts he was talking about. And then when you read more, he said, Thrice in the year shall all your men, shall all your what? Men, children, appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. 24 says that, For I will cast not for I will cast out the nations before thee. So he's showing us the benefit. And I've taught on these benefits already. I will cast out the nations before thee and enlarge thy borders. Neither shall any man desire thy land when thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year. Praise the Lord. 25 and 26 says that thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover be left unto the morning and all of that. So here, we see that the Lord is placing premium on the male animal, the firstborn male, the male child, and all of that. So what should be your expectation when you honor the Lord with the first fruit? When you perform a major covenant practice, what should be your expectation of faith? When you do that, you should be expecting that that expectation, that covenant, is going to release the potent seed for all-round yearly harvest. That is what you should be expecting. The potency of the seed for an all-round yearly harvest. So you see that what we read here, the emphasis was laid on the male of both man and animals because it is the male that carries within it the seed that brings multiplication. Are we on the same page? So within the first fruit or the covenant is the treasure of God's seed which will be planted in women or the land, because the Bible also uses the woman, to, the land to represent the woman. So the woman is a garden. If you put Ahoroba in a woman, she will produce fruit of Ahoroba for you. I just spoke some Greek here. Ahoroba, the Greek meaning of Ahoroba is if you use verbal assault, insult the woman as a seed, she's going to give you a great harvest of insult. And if you're a man here and you can insult more than a woman, you are sick. So you can imagine when you plant foolish woman, that's one seed. You plant one orange seed, 
When the orange is in harvest, how, how, many, how many oranges come out? Scient scientific research in Poa said that women, eh, they speak four times more. By the time you say foolish woman, she will process it. Foolish woman, another man, foolish woman, another man. When it blossoms, you see that by the time now you are saying foo, the leash will not come. And she will now start sending some to your mother, your father, your uncle. And say, oh, we are a man. Whoa, you, are you a man? The, the thing will choke you. <laughs> I love it. Everything produces after its own kind. It's nice, pa. I'm feeling it. The woman, dear, she's a garden. Nice garden. Hey. So the seed containing the first fruit must be returned to the Lord so that the corruption and the curse of the earth cannot defile, stifle, or destroy the potency of the seed when it's planted. So here, you see that God did not invent the first fruit for his sake, but to have an opportunity to bless you and I. So, he's talking about the male child, the male animal. He says, that if you bring that one to me, I'm going to make sure that 34, every enemy in your land will be cast out. That's my number two. I will enlarge your bodies. Then number three, no evil will desire your blessings in the land. So here, you see that one of the things you should be expecting is that after honoring the Lord with your first fruit, every curse in the land has been suspended. It has been what? It has been what? Every curse in the land has been suspended. Because you have handed over the firstborn to God. And when God takes the firstborn, the seed is in the firstborn. So God empowers the seed. He makes it potent so that when it goes to the land that is cursed, the curse of the land cannot affect the fruitfulness of the seed. Hey. And let me just say to you that if you really go back and read Genesis very well, you will find out that, that when God was pronouncing his curse on Adam, and on, on, on the first family when they are done wrong, God was not interested in cursing Adam. He was interested in cursing the land. So he said, you will sweat before you eat from the land. You see, this land will not produce apple for you again. It will produce tons and tistels. You think I'm lying until you go and read it. So you see that God put a limit on the, on the earth that it will not yield the kind of fruit it's supposed to yield. So, one of the things that would defy the curse on the land is when you have honored the Lord with your first fruit. You see that your seed in the soil has a different supernatural dynamic. You are working in the same place that is difficult, but because you are a practitioner of divine covenant, you see that your fruit will be different from the other people. And it gives you an all-round yearly harvest. When your seed is blessed by God, it cannot die in the soil because the soil is cursed. Hey, the Bible said Jesus is the first fruit. Is that not so? <laughs> of all that died. But let me just show you something. Isaiah 53, verse 1 and 2. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Verse 2. And he's talking about Jesus. He said, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of a dry ground. Just watch carefully. Oh. He has no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire. So he's saying that Jesus, one of the characteristics of Jesus is that he shall grow out grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. It's a plant that is tender. 
the ground is dry. It kills things. He says that, but Jesus being the first fruit, the, the danger in the environment will not stop his rising. That the dryness of the environment will not stop his shooting up. That even though the ground is like wilderness, a dry ground, he will still spring up. Mostly people need moisturized environment to spring up. But he said that this first fruit, it will come out. Hey, when you are a practitioner of covenant, one of the things to expect is that in the place where witches are, where witches say, people don't do business in this kind of um, shops and they prosper. That is the kind of shop you should go for. Because the prices will be cheap. But even the owner knows that nobody wants to come for the shops. And that when people do business there, they collapse. So it has become like it doesn't have market value. Those are the shops you must go for. And when everyone else's business collapses there, you will know that the covenant will be speaking for you. You go there and say that, this is where I'm going to expand. Because in the dry ground, the first fruit is coming out. And I see, I see that this year you are going to prosper wherever you find yourself. You shall prosper. Now, tell somebody that your expectation should be that where people struggle, that is where you will flourish. And the environment will not determine your fruitfulness in life. Say the potency of God's power in you shall determine your fruitfulness this year 2020. In the name of Jesus. Can you prophesy to them again? Say Ghana can decide to be hard or harder. That is not my problem. I have a covenant and my expectation is that water will come out of the rock. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> covenant people, the operations and results of covenant people are not the same. <laughs> Moses is leading them. They have a covenant. They are going to the promised land. They are thirsty. And then God says that rock can give you water. If you are not a covenant person, go and try. Rock, dear, what it can give you is stone. But when you carry covenant... Otana Malaka. The rock can give you what? Water. Rock can give you wine. Rock can give you. Aish. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You, after this major covenant, you should not even have a mentality of things are hard. <laughs> you should be expecting that where it is hard for people, that is where your miracle is. Samson said, out of the strong cometh meat. Meat. Meat, you know. He comes out of the strong. That's the lion that everybody is running away from. It's the one whose meat I'm chopping. What will make people run away is what is going to give you meat. It's going to give you some. Are you following here at all? Even wicked bosses in your workplace, they are going to give good appraisal about you. It's going to happen. And the issue is that they themselves, they will not know how. But the supernatural power of God will compel them. Because you are a covenant child of God. Shout I hear. When you are a child, you should know this. Yeah, you should know this. When you are sick, you say the sickness kills people. I'm not dying. I'm not what? I didn't come to preach any major message like that. Too, but this one is major for me. Today, no, I'm preaching to myself. I'm just saying that when they say this thing happens in the family, if you are from a family that is cursed, you have to know that and expect that by honoring the Lord with this covenant, your matter is different. It's different. Because your seed has been rendered potent by practicing the covenant. Nice, pa. That's why I'll be doing a lot of weddings here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Expect, expect water from the rock. Expect fruit from the dry ground. Are you following now? 
It's nice. That's the kind of faith if you are in the keeper's house and you are a child of God. You should have. Yeah. I don't, don't be saying Ghana is hard. Is this Ghana, you and I know that you are talking about, or is another Ghana? Where is hard? Hard. School is hard. Everything is hard for you. Marriage is hard. Everything is hard for you. When it's hard by your covenant, eh, what you want to receive, that is what you speak to that hard thing to produce for you. Is God talking to somebody here? I'm saying that that thing that you think is hard, whatever you want it to produce, like a rock, if you want water, you say, give me water. Don't be, don't be describing the rock. Ah, this rock is black. Oh. It's hard. Ah, this is really sedimentary rock. This is, uh, what are the other ones? Eh? Metamorphic rock. Ignos rock. If I say people should give characteristics, there will be trouble. <laughs> you just be describing the rock and how the rock is like this. This rock is. You don't need a description. You don't need to be describing the GDP of Ghana, the this you know the inflation of Ghana. That you are describing too much. As you are describing, people are counting the money somewhere. It is nicer to be the counter than the describer. That is not everybody who is describing Ghana the way you are describing Ghana. That's what I'm telling you right now. As you are running commentary, how Ghana is so... <laughs> People are chopping heavy. Heavy do. Serious thing. Kai, may your seed be potent this year. And may your expectation never be cut short in Jesus' name. Shout a better amen. I can't hear you. I said shout a better amen. Hallelujah. This keeper's house, the presence of God is here. <laughs> Nobody can enter this ministry and life will be hard for you. That demon to make that thing happen has not been created. As you enter here and follow God, every curse hanging around you is already scattered. You need to know this thing is working here. Oh, no, God. That thing is working here. It's working. Oh, no, God, that thing is working. And it's not my fault. My, the, the only problem is I found myself in Christ in the keeper's house. And that thing is already working. Is it my, is it my, the man was healed by Jesus. People were angry. They asked the man, is it, is it my fault? Is it my fault that I was, I was blind and now I can see? Is it my fault? Is it my fault that I'm a child of God? That my parents didn't meet Jesus, that I've met Jesus. A person who has met Jesus, their story must be different. The story must be different. How do you repeat your mother's life? Where you know more scriptures than your mother. You have prayed more tongues than your mother. Abba! Your case must be different. Somebody shout, my case is different. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Look at me. I'm a nice man. Say, Pastor. My case is different. In Jesus' mighty name. Am I not a nice man? What are you even talking? I'm nice. Leave this matter. I'm nice. Leave it. If you don't know, I know. I can tell myself. Self-love is important. Yes, I'm not just nice, I'm beautiful. I'm pretty. Hey, hey. Are you listening? Don't let the devil be scattering your head. Hey, look at you. Look, live. You have to carry an expectation. I'm going to give it to quadruplet. No demon will stop this thing. Don't. It doesn't matter. When the womb is hard, 
grace is stronger. It's a where sin abounds, where darkness is. That's where grace, even grace is even more. So please don't just be sitting there. You must have an active expectation. After this first fruit, when you go to the market, you should be expecting some dangerous doors opening for you. The, the things they said no last year because you have fulfilled your covenant. This year when you are going to go there with a yes mentality. Go there expecting a yes answer. Do you understand this in at all? That's what you should be expecting. No more over the bar. You should expect this. I'm telling you, the reason why demons have been hanging around you is your expectation is weak. Oh yes. If it's strong, they know what should happen. They know what should happen. And demons, they are nice people. They respect the expectations of children of God. Especially if you are in the will of God. They respect. Look, the people study and say, I will have 80s, 80s, 80s. Normally, they make it. Or very close to it. a child of God. Keep your eyes open. Because the good things of this life, they belong to us. Your seed has been made potent. Are you following now? Something has happened on the inside that has changed a lot of things. Even the way we see you has changed. Don't see yourself like the old one. And it's working. It's working. After the first fruit, you know, the anointing cannot remain at the same level. You're already operating in a higher level. Operating because you're not handling tight. Tight has its level. First fruit has its level. You're operating at a higher level. The lady was here and I said, if you receive 2,000, I'm crying for you. That from today, don't receive that kind of nonsense money again. The next day. The next day. They now skyrocketed her salary. Because she received, she said she'd be paying first fruit for two years. The same. That's the same thing. So she came with expectation. And when the declaration came, she knew that, ah, this is my matter. It's my matter. The next day. No delay. She was expecting something. The next day. Beautiful. Please, if you have a friend and the friend is not full of expectations, just run away from that person. They would delay your life. Because those people, when you have expectations, they would think you are too much. Open to pray on because they will read that it just you are hasty, you are you are like like hey people are here, they are going to chop 40. Some have chopped 40, some some just passed 40. The referee has blown away so second and a half has started. Then you want to hang around people who don't have expectation. Oh more. Oh more. You will not pull me into the grave, oh. That you, if you have a wife, you have a husband, when you go home, ask them this year, no, what is your expectation? To ask. After we have done the first fruit, what are you believing God for? Are you following? Hello, are you following here? Don't you see the sister who said she will marry something? I almost beat her. Because I'm Jenny Yeswaba. I don't want to be officiating the wedding now, then they will do pampana, panana, abba, abba, abba. At least I should be either preaching 
you know, winning soul somewhere. Either that one or sitting by the side of my wife holding her hand and saying, I love you, baby. These two, no, they are very important. By preaching in your wedding party. No, 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 no. Nah. So you have to marry quickly. Quickly. So I need to I will arrange my life to receive the rapture. This year, whatever must happen in your life is happening quickly. In the mighty name of Jesus. Keep yourselves, hear me. If you have an expectation, it shall never be cut off. What do you do with an expectation? Work on it. Do what? Work on it. Work at it. This seed it has been empowered. A seed that has been empowered must be planted. It must be what? Planted. Most of the problems we have in church is too many talkatives with less effort on ground. It's the reason why there is no vehicle to carry the favor God has poured. No band to receive the harvest God has already given. If you have an expectation, you don't sit down. When you have an expectation, you don't remain idle. You must put your hands and feet to the plow. You must be doing something. Are you following now? As you are working the ground, God will make your seed potent to defy. Defy whatever captures other people's seed. And give you harvest in the midst of dryness. So, really, what has troubled a lot of Christians is lack of work. You have an idea. You have an idea. Do what? Work it out. It's a brilliant idea. Brilliant ideas on tables have no market value. The idea must be in the market to discover its value. Praise the Lord. Work on it. Work at it. Hey. Do some things. The people who do international business, they are not dif different from you. People who are prospering, counting huge monies. They started small. The Bible has even said, though your beginning may be small. Don't expect a boisterous beginning. If it comes, beautiful. But whatever and wherever you are and whatever you have, woman, the prophet asked him, what do you have in your house? He said, I have but a small pot of oil. He said, it's enough, Mpo. That small pot of oil is all you need. Some of you, your voice, pie, is all you need. Yes. And in the end, God proved that he can use whatever is already in your life to glorify himself. But you see that the woman with the small pot of oil, eh, the woman was very hardworking. Because many people say prophetic direction. Prophetic direction. They say we should do first fruit we have done. That's a prophetic direction. Elijah gave a lot of direction. Oh. What do you have? He said small pot of oil. No problem. Go to your neighborhood. And borrow empty vessels from one house to another house to another. Are you following this thing at all? And park them in your house. Now enter your room and arrange the vessel and start pouring. And shut the door and start pouring. So you can imagine when the woman was roaming everywhere in Medina and East Legon. It's not a small matter. Some of these houses, they have gates. They have locked. When they are locked, they are locked. You, you will be knocking. Go, go, go. What is your sambo? Don't you have any empty, empty something? Empty basin. Empty bucket. You say, hey, woman, are you a witch? You say, no. I'm carrying prophetic direction. And what I need is not your money. I need an empty word vessel. She went round all oh, 
collected, collected, collected. Fill the house with empty vessels. Both from friends and foes. Then she started pouring. She started. When you receive a prophetic word, eh, the next line of action is a lot of work before you receive manifestation. Are you here now? There are, there are young people who don't want to work. You want to be rich. Are you a criminal? In the church, you want to be what? You are a young lady? No. When you take a step, God will show up. Praise the Lord. Since you have an idea, it's time to just put that idea to work. After the covenant, put it to work. You will see the hand of God. Don't wait for Bible says if you look at the wind, you shall not sow. Just so God is the one holding the seed in the in the soil. So whether the rain is coming or the storm is coming or it's time your heart tells you so or God so. So praise the Lord. Do what? So and if you do that, by faith expect a harvest. You see the glory of God. This I will tell you. That this year. The potency of your seed will respond to your hard work. And anybody who applies him or herself to doing something. May the Lord bless it in the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your right hand and say my hands are blessed. And I declare right now. As my right hand is up. So shall my life go up. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to walk in hardness. Say, my seed is potent in the hand of the Lord. And I'm expecting all year harvest. Say, this year, every man shall give me harvest. Say, I shall have harvest. I receive my harvest. February to December. Say, I receive supernatural harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. One more time. Say, I receive supernatural harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a big hallelujah. Glory be to God. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. Please rise. Please. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers of Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204. 916-168 or 0277-532-360 Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries